0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of That's So Neat. I'm your host Neetu and today our neat topic of discussion is double standards within the South Asian community and just in greater society altogether. Um, before I jump into the podcast, quick disclaimer: this is an opinion-based podcast. All thoughts, opinions, and items and topics discussed today are of my own and do not represent any entity I have been am currently with or will be affiliated with in the future. Um, So these are all my opinions and they have nothing to do with anybody I know or anybody I have known or anybody I will know in the future. Um, But without further ado, let's jump into it. I am actually so excited about this topic because I feel like it's not something we think about. But it's so prevalent and it's crazy to me the double standards that exist between men and women. And I think especially if you're a girl who's grown up with brothers, I think within the South Asian context or even like in general, boys are allowed to do more and get away with more than girls are, which I have always found bizarre. One thing I often heard and like, encountered at work especially is that if we had a boss who was a male who was a little bit more assertive a bit more firm had like rules guidelines deadlines no one ever batted an eye however as soon as a female stepped into that role um labels such as bossy being stuck up being micromanaging um and not like a kind person or someone who's not approachable um is often how we hear women in power being referred to us um it it's weird to me because if if it was the same rules and concepts and um guidelines for a uh, like um, a guy in that role or a guy who's very very successful no one ever uses those words um it's almost like oh yeah well that's just how he does it and everybody just like puts their head down and listens however as soon as a female steps into that role um it's almost like people don't think they're very likable so you'll often see like women um are CEOs of like their company who um are often like not liked or considered not likable only because they have some stronger traits and traits that make a successful entrepreneur. Um, it's crazy and it's not only just males who perceive women like this it's women too who have that same outlook on girls who are a little bit more assertive um so there's a great um influencer her name is Jillian Harris I love her so much she was at, like originally on the bachelorette or something and now she has her own um like social media company and she just runs like a really successful business but she's often um she's created this box called the Jilly Box and it only features successful Canadian women-owned businesses um, and businesses who do something really good for the greater community. But she does a more important role or like puts more emphasis on women-run businesses which is huge because I feel like um instead of ever putting a spotlight on women-owned businesses we shit on them or women's being in women being in bigger important roles um it's often looked down upon and like I've heard like a lot of girls who are quite successful, who have a hard time dating because they say that guys don't want to date them because they feel that they're inferior to them or they feel like they need to make more money than them in order to date them. Even though these women haven't said that that's what's needed or what that's what their criteria is, men just feel this way because they're so intimidated by women in power, which is so stupid because if a guy's in power, then why are women not intimidated by them? but it's more desirable. It makes no sense to me, but that's one big double standard that I've noticed um, when I started working. Another one that actually is a greater problem with just society, um, but also really big in the South Asian community is women who are seen as having multiple sexual partners were more stigmatized, but men are rewarded. This is pisses me off it is not often that you hear a girl being praised for how many men she can pull if anything it's derogatory people say oh i don't want to be with somebody like that this reminds me of a story actually when while i was dating back in the day um there was this one guy who um asked me very flat out body count and goes oh how many people have you been this that the next thing and it was just like i didn't answer it and i was like well why does that matter he's like oh i don't Want to be with a girl that's been with so many guys. But then I'm just like, and then I flipped the question. I'm like, how many people have you been with? And he gave me his number, which was quite high. And I was just like, how is it okay that you've slept with that many people, but you're looking for like the cleanest, purest soul? It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. If it doesn't matter for a male, I don't see why it should matter for a female. And this is huge, especially in the South Asian community because slut shaming and, um, being pure is associated with how many sexual partners somebody has i it's crazy to me but but if you talk to a guy so many of these guys are like oh i had x many amount of girls and back in my day i used to pull girls oh why is that okay and they say it with pride. It's like a badge of honor of like, oh, like and I, and I, and this could just be movies. But often you see in movies, um, the guys will go to the bar and like have games on how many girls they can pull. But if a girl does it, it's only socially acceptable if it's for like a bachelorette. But. Any other time if a girl was to do that, it would be seen as, oh, that girl's a slut or she um, is this, she's that. There's a lot of slut shaming associated with it. But it's such a double standard that exists that you don't even think about because it's just so socially accepted but it makes no sense if you try even me now trying to explain this to you i'm stammering because it it blows my mind that this is a thing i mean to each their own i'm not here to say that you need to have multiple sexual partners it's up to the individual of what they want to do um it shouldn't be judgment of the character it shouldn't be judgment like we're all sexual beings like fucking get over it like it is what it is it's it's a part of the anatomy it's who we are um but no one should be made feel guilty for it no one should be made feel bad for it it is what it is just be safe (laughs) that's what i say at least another double standard that we have and it's more so for men um and i think i had a podcast about it about men not being able to show emotions or men um looking down upon if they cry um This is, first of all, and women are just automatically these crying beings. So if you see a woman crying, that's all good. But if you see a guy crying, you should panic. What? Why? (laughs) We're human beings. Every human being has a range of emotions that we can all, you know, have in a day. And it's okay to feel these emotions. Emotions are okay. I have a podcast about it. Emotions are fine, but it's such a huge gap in our society where men are actually facing so many more challenges from this now because we think that men who cry are not good. I'm fully on board with this and blame myself too because growing up for the longest time when I used to see a guy cry I used to laugh at it. My grandfather actually was extremely extremely emotional and um, he would cry often but it wasn't something that I was used to because on my dad's side of the family everybody's very like represses their emotions no one really cries no one really shows emotion my dad never really showed much emotion so to me a man was someone who doesn't show emotion so when I went to my mom's side and everybody was more in tune with their emotions I used to be like well what the hell's happening here but that was a double standard that I had learned right in my head it was like oh yeah guys aren't supposed to cry like why is he crying but and it's also fed to us, right? Like when we grow up like um, right? why? Why can't guys cry? Mundeni Ronde basically means guys can't cry, but that's not true. It's a human emotion that every human experiences. So of course they can cry. But that's a double standard that exists for men, and that leads to such big issues where we see men's mental health deteriorating so much. And then there's things like substance abuse and um other things that played a role because these men are seeking some way to deal with their emotions because we as a society have made it not okay for men to feel emotions which is stupid which is stupid and i hope and i'm seeing more and more and i'm seeing more like education around this and more people are talking about it and hopefully now we can start making the shift for our next generation for um the kids coming for the future to be able to feel like they can share their emotions. So a lot of these more harmful things stop happening because we are social beings and we understand that everybody feels emotions regardless of gender. Another big double standard that exists predominantly in society but lots in South Asian societies is the fact that that women are seen as the sole caregivers of babies. So it doesn't matter what happens if the baby cries, baby needs to change their diaper, baby needs to be fed, baby needs to be any kind of caregiving. And even things as something as like maternity leave, it's expected that the women does it. The guys don't do anything. It's when a baby is born in the South Asian community, for what I've seen mostly, um, especially if it's a boy, uh what will happen is the woman will be in the delivery room and the dad will be in the parking lot getting drunk having a parking lot party and that's just the way it is and then even when it goes home the mom's coming home with the baby and they're partying at home and who's taking care of the poor woman who just was in labor for like 36 plus hours for the baby nobody the woman is just supposed to take care of herself and take care of the being um, I do think now we're getting a lot better at having men step in a little bit more. But if you look at our like growing up, how much did you see our aunts, uncles, parents, the males stepping in and helping? I don't even think anybody ever like a male ever changed my diaper. I think it was always just my mom or my grandma that did it. Because in especially South Asian communities, it's like the woman stays at home, takes care of the kids and the guys are outside working life has changed and then you'll see women often go back to work and then they're expected to work come home take care of the kids and their husband and do everything why why is it such a double standard and then also you often hear people getting made fun of um if a guy takes like a paternity leave or if a guy is like helping out oh you're whipped oh that's a girl's job why are you doing it it's so stupid to me why you did is that not your child 50% 50% of that DNA is yours. <laughs> like you also helped create that being. So as a parent, it should also be your job to help and support and provide for that child. Um, But it's such a double standard of like, it's just automatically assumed that a woman needs to be the sole provider. And I also remember, I think I talked about this um, body just shaming in general. So dad bods are expected Like they're expected and they're almost attractive because you don't want a male who's too perfect. But if a woman has a mom bod, it's shamed. Um, I remember I was talking to this guy. I think I mentioned it on a podcast and he said his greatest fear in life is that his wife doesn't lose the baby fat. That was his biggest fear in life that his wife won't snap, like pop out the baby and snap into shape again. What the hell is that about? Why is it not okay? The woman just carried a child for nine months with gaining weight to have a successful pregnancy so that child, which is your offspring as well, can thrive in the world. And you're expecting her to like have like a... Th- like complete transformation overnight and be back to normal it's crazy to me and like that guy like seriously i was disgusted if that was his only fear in life i don't even know my buddy's lost it. all these people have lost it when it comes to some of this stuff and then the last ever standard that i i mean there's so many and probably this podcast if i kept going we could be like Fifty minutes long but the last one that i've experienced a lot and i think a lot of south asian girls still experience is the double standards of drinking drinking going out um it is such a taboo for girls to drink in our culture um you'll still see at the bars i mean now it's getting a lot better where women are like fuck you i'm gonna drink it doesn't matter but um and i don't drink i'm personally not a drinker but If a girl does have a drink, it's shame. It's like looked on upon badly. Whereas if a guy's out partying at a reception, they're expected to drink and be rowdy and get lit and just have a good time. But if a girl has a glass of like wine or a drink in her hand, she's considered bad. It, It makes no sense to me of like, why don't we stop her? I don't think anybody has ever like if they if parents in our older generation heard that their son was drinking the repercussions of it wasn't as severe as what happens to girls um even now you'll see girls will like hide their drink and pretend like they're drinking orange juice but really it's like vodka and orange juice i hope no parents sneak to this please don't show this podcast i'm sorry if i'm exposing everybody <laughs> but like it's one of those things i'm like why is this me even exposing why why we should just be allowed to do it if guys are allowed to do it why are girls not allowed to do it and if we ever pose these questions to our parents they're just like but why not no one has a real real reason of why it's just this stigmatization and double standard that we have that we've just continued on and like us as like this new generation or first generation here in canada we're like learn to like navigate the rules and go kind of like under and over to get around these things but it's like why do we even need to do that It's crazy. I don't know, that's all I had for double standards. I know this was a shorter podcast. Life has just been really crazy busy, you guys, and it has been a struggle trying to come up with content and sit and record just because I don't have enough time in that like the day. But hopefully starting April, I'll have more content. I'll have more guests. Um and next week I'm hoping to have a guest on. So uh we'll have a guest next week and then yeah, we'll keep this going. And April's gonna be a lot easier, so I'll have more content out longer episodes, more interesting episodes. Um, but if you have any comments, please, please, please comment, like, subscribe, rate me on Apple Podcasts. I really should have used Amon's outro that he did last week, which was beautiful. But please, the more you share, um, the bigger this is gonna get, the more people are gonna get a part of these conversations that are really important to have. So I would really appreciate if you guys could pass this on to even one or two friends you think that would benefit from it and then get them to like comment share subscribe um send me good reviews get spotify we're on all platforms so please 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 share spread the word and i will see you back next week bye